All right. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Castcast. We're all really excited to have you here. I'm Ilsa. I'm Jess. And I'm Ella. Who are you? Estia. And we are covering today uh, 401, Lazarus Rising. I've said it before and I'll say it again. This is the most iconic thing to come out of 2008. Before we jump into the rest of the episode, I just need to note that this episode was written by Eric Kripke and directed by Kim Manners, who both did kind of a good job. Um, I do have some bones to pick, but they did a pretty good job. Pretty good job. I thought this episode was written by Edlund for the longest time. Like until today, I thought that. So oh, that. do you just think every good episode is written by him? Because I definitely have that disease. I'm like, this has got to be an Edland, and it's not <laughs> all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's certainly my man Ben wrote this, right? No, he didn't write every episode of Supernatural that I enjoy. But could have, could have if you wanted to. <laughs> could have, could have, may have. We're just gonna let you know when the last time is that you saw Cass, um, and the last time is no time because you haven't seen him yet. But, but. You may have heard his name because in season three, uh, in Red Sky at Morning, the sixth episode of season three, um, Sam does a summoning spell and he lists the name of some angels, uh, including Cass's. So that's pretty much the trivia on that. Um, but yeah, that's 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 where we are right now. You've heard his name once. You've never seen him before. The legend who's going to take over your life. Let's fucking go. This episode rules. <laughs> Did you guys want to get into the trivia surrounding the fact that he like wasn't really supposed to be on the show firstly, but then when they had to change the end of season three um, so that Dean was actually in hell, they needed like a reason for him to be able to get out of hell. And then they brought angels in. Um, Cause that's fun. Yeah. It's cause then like the writer's strike, I, I'm not really sure like who was responsible for that. This is a very, half-baked anecdote it was a big one right it was all yeah. the writers yeah i think most major networks it was like the guild yeah, yeah it was like a it was not just on the on the cw or just on the supernatural or whatever it was like a, a writer's guild yeah. who had a strike yeah yeah so basically they didn't have um enough time to write a regular season so they had to condense it which we can get into like it's fucking good though the faults um, of like it, season three because it like but then like yeah they did kind of pull it off especially leading into season four yeah really ballsy decision and um especially because they thought maybe the show was just gonna end there and like that's the that's it like dean goes to hell um but it was really well done i really still i still enjoy the finale of season three very much yeah, I think you really don't think it's going to happen and they don't really let you think about it until the end and then it's like, oh, no, this is actually happening. Um, like, you're really yeah. with Sam and Dean in that moment. It's pretty good, yeah. That guy goes to hell. He goes to hell. That's actually where the episode kicks off. Yikes. Jess, do you want to take us through how we start? Um, yeah, well, first I want to talk about the road so far. Oh, please. And they use... Uh, shook me all night long yeah which i was like listening and i was like not really watching the road so far just mainly listening to the song and i just wanted to say really great song really glad <laughs> they put good that song. in there because it's just fun it's just a good song to hear and to listen to so yeah i don't know if we're gonna rank uh, the you know. like road so fars that they do but that's gonna that's be up there fun. for like the best like a shortly well because I mean, the road so fars are literally just like little like 
CW sanctioned AMVs. Thank you, someone said it. Thank you. Like, it's just like, (laughs) they put the seal of approval on those ones. Yeah. Like, good for them. Yeah. Good for them. No, it's fun. Like, imagine making an AMV of your own show. I would, Mm -hmm. if I were working on a show. No, that would be awesome. I would love that. And sometimes they don't do a very good job. Like, I wouldn't reblog some of them. That's true. Some of them just do not Some of them are bad. Some of them are not hot knife. Who did that edit? Is anything hot what knife? Is hot knife <laughs> Who is hot knife besides hot knife? Um, so you shook me all night long. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. And then Dean is screaming in hell. Okay. And they have him just like suspended in this like thing. He's got this big ass hook through his shoulder. This is like genuinely one of the things that like grosses me out and freaks me out. Like really great job on this one because it is genuinely upsetting to see it's nasty as hell dude it's disgusting and then cut to dina's in a casket and so now i'm gonna get into spoiler territory because we know that Cass put him back on earth into his body yeah in this casket yeah underground yeah dude and i just feel like there's a very real chance that dean would suffocate and die right there and we would never get supernatural another thing is like he could have died because he did it entirely wrong i found this out because i was watching it with a sibling uh with my sister my eldest sister uh who's uh in archaeology and i don't know if that's why she knows how to dig herself out or you're supposed to dig yourself out of like a cave-in or something but she was like no Uh you're supposed to put a shirt over your face so that you can breathe whatever air there is without breathing in dust and dirt and whatnot um, and she was like, and Dean did it totally wrong. And the fact that he lived is crazy. The, um, I think it's another example of the buffification of Dean. Um, he's not a superhero, <laughs> but uh, spoilers for Buffy, I guess. At some point she's in a coffin underground and she can crawl out, but she has super strength and yeah. like super healing. Yeah. Um, so she Dean can, it's, it's like... a struggle for her. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, and I think I think sometimes so Kripke would just be like, "I wish Dean was Buffy," and this is so, an example. So what that. you're saying is like Dean crawled out of the grave, and in the back of his head, he was thinking, "Oh my god, just like Buffy." A hundred percent, a hundred percent. You're telling me that Dean and Sam don't watch Buffy. They did. They were teens and tweens when they only would have had access to like TV for entertainment. Like they were watching Buffy. For sure. I'm not going to go on my tangent because this <laughs> yeah. is not the place. This is very cool. I but also... I think that this is like, yeah, absolutely. They would watch Buffy. And the other thing is that wasn't Buffy also on the CW or she was on the WB yeah. or something like that, but it was the same. Well, yeah. Same network. So I just feel like not a crossover. I don't want a crossover, but, but I just feel like absolutely. They could have like made her more of a, like, I feel like, you know, like Star Wars and Indiana Jones and like cowboy movies and stuff are very like prevalent as part of the makeup of Supernatural. And I just feel like easily, easily you could throw Buffy in there because it's like, it makes sense. Well, like he loves like slashes and stuff like that. And a lot of Buffy is like horror tropes, like in a similar way that Supernatural Mm -hmm. is, you know, there's like a different monster of the week. um, And it is often like horror based and like campy horror and they like, yeah, they explicitly show that like Dean is into that in the show. So that's what I was thinking. I don't do know. Think- She's a girl though. So. She's a girl. <laughs> but do you think they would have felt like it's too self-referential? Like, like it would be too obvious how similar 
they were like someone once well if we're know. getting in the weeds i do Sorry. have a lot of thoughts about Buffy. okay yeah theory. no we can if you want we can do that as like a special episode that actually sounds fun do a little comparison um, shit i think they probably didn't do it because buffy is girl is a girl buffy i is literally girl. think they're probably like that's fucking girly <laughs> buffy is girl i can do it at the two times that it comes up um, okay yeah we i can mention they're cast episodes but yeah no we can i think it, we it comes up twice ep. we should do a bonus episode um but what i wanted to say about the the shot um or the opening scene is like it is so good i'm sorry like i i can't talk about it without an immense amount of uh enthusiasm because it yeah i think a lot of this episode is just gonna be us going like this rules yeah yeah dude um (laughs) no i just like i do think that one of the most iconic shots in supernatural as a whole is probably like the grasping hands um shot through the grass it looks so good it looks so good it looks Um, great yeah and you know dean's like his throat's dry as hell um and he's like rasping out like help also he doesn't do so much of his voice uh like his three octaves lower voice uh in this episode which is really refreshing i think this was the start of him actively making it lower um if i remember correctly um, but yeah, it continues to deepen. This is the birth of Dean voice, which I want to get this in, in season, in episode one of our show. I fucking hate the mm-hmm. Dean voice. I think this yeah. fool sounds like a clown every, every time minute. He okay. I wish someone had said, you it's sound stupid. Now. You can just use your real voice. You sound stupid. And I feel this way also a little bit about the cast voice. It's like, because he's not doing it so much in this episode, because he's still sort of like sure, finding like what sure. Cass is and like where now Cass I have is. To cry but it's though. like, I hope you know that. <laughs> I know it's stupid. I know it's goofy as hell. I still like it. I feel really bad. It makes sense for Cass to have a voice, but it's just like it becomes like so much of an affectation that it's like it's a, it's a <laughs> little bit distressing. Like when you're watching later seasons conversations with Dean and Cass and you're like what the fuck is going on here like these bitches sound like Batman both of them it is out of control it's out of control when you're watching it and you're in the weeds you don't think about it and then like someone else will come in the room and they're like why do they sound like that I'm like, what is happening? It's like, don't, don't even worry Is there about a it. spell that was cast upon them? Yeah, this is just like the tip of the iceberg of what's wrong with this show. Like, we, like, we can't talk about it. We can't get into it. No, I do. I have like a whole rationalization for like why the cast voice is the way it is. Um, but it kind of doesn't make sense. And it is just me trying to make it the show better as like a fan, which is basically what we do as people who enjoy Supernatural all the time. Like that's half yeah. of, that's half of the job. Yeah, it's a job. That's the main activity of watching Supernatural. I think there is people in the world who just watch it and like enjoy it at face value and then like go home and don't think about it again. Um, But I think we're not those people. No. No. I think most people who are actively involved in the fandom are not those people. Um, Yeah. They're just watching it on TV and then not, you know, doing a podcast about (laughs) the third main. Yeah. Right. Okay, so Dean claws his way into the light. He's at this gas station, okay? Um, none of this really makes sense. Oh, okay. Hit me with it. Okay, like, why is he just, like, buried in some random field somewhere? Like, I get it. It all makes sense if you're, like, watching for TV. But, like, 
So he got like ripped to shreds or whatever and they bury him in this field and then he claws his way out of this field and then he's next to this like post-apocalyptic fully stocked gas station that has a working payphone. This show isn't actually, fuck it, who gives a shit? It makes sense in the show. Okay, we need this for the set decoration. But I was watching it and I was like, if I was Dean and I just like clawed my way out of a out of a grave and I, this is my surroundings, I would assume that we world had ended. Well, like, yeah, but then like, I think he was buried do? there. Oh, oh, go ahead, Ella. Sorry. I think he was buried there because because um, they didn't want to burn him or Sam didn't right. want to burn him. And it, so it must have been somewhere like out of the way because, you know, you can't just bury someone at like a cemetery. Yeah, why not bury him at Bobby's house? I don't know. Maybe they Yeah, like, that would have made more sense. Maybe they were like, the cops are already watching but Bobby. Pontiac, <laughs> Illinois is iconic. Yeah. So it's no, just I'm, as well. I'm glad they put it somewhere different. And I, I guess like they wanted to have Dean come back alone um, and have to like reach out to Bobby or whatever. And like sort of a little bit of an odyssey mm-hmm. moment, if you will. I'm also curious, like, what's the go with this servo or this, what did you call it? Gas station. <laughs> Gas station? Gas station. <laughs> I have it in my notes as garage. So I thought this was going to, I was like, and also petrol station once. It was like, there are so many terms. Yeah, right. I get- <laughs> this is like going to be something that's going to probably come yeah, up very yeah. often. Like, I'm, I'm just going to use a word for something. We're going to be like, uh, be sorry, like- hold up. <laughs> um, yes, he, wrote, he is at the gas station. Um, and Project. there's no one there. Snailed and- it. The place looks current, like there's fresh uh, things, like, you know, the fridges are on and stuff. And I'm like, is it just that, uh, like, it's a Sunday and the guys are not there? Like, what day is it? Do we know what day it is? But it, I, that's, I don't know if we know what day it is. It would have been iconic if it was a Thursday, though. Did Cass, like, boop the guy, like, unconscious? That's what I'm wondering, because I have this, I've noted this down as well, like, it is weird that it's abandoned, but, like, and not explained why it's abandoned, but I guess maybe like if we assume that there was a little bit of a blast because you see all these trees falling down, like maybe people left. Maybe they just got the hell out of Dodge. They were like, I want nothing to do with whatever that is. And they were like, yeah. And I have no idea how far it's supposed to be away from the the, the place. Where right. Yeah. Cause he, we see him walking down the road and yeah. he looks sweaty as hell. He looks nasty. I really enjoy that shot by the way. Just like the, the way that the, the, the gas station uh, looks and the way that the mm. road looks. I, I don't know. I felt very at home. Like it could have mm. been anywhere, but it also like, um I don't know. The fields just made me kind of think of home. And it was, it was nice to see that. And I think that's a, a something that a, a, a lot of the earlier seasons do really well is like grounding mm. it by making everything really dirty and like making them pretty yeah. poor. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a um, lot more authentic of a, uh, yeah, it feels better. It looks yeah. grimy. It looks gritty. I enjoy it. So he's in the gas station. Yeah. He's just like getting all of his stuff. Obligatory, I think we have to say, he picks up the busty Asian beauty's mag, which fuck that. Wow, we all wow. hate this. Thumbs down. We don't need to spend Do not I don't think we need Killing to like, spend a lot of time on it, but it's just like, this fucking sucks. This Worst gag on the show. Yeah, this is the first... This is the first Kripke kill moment of the episode. Um, and I think he has two. It just like, it sucks Kripke so kills. bad. Like, um, and then Dean, followed by a really cute moment where Dean goes to the register and he's like, sees there's cash in it. And he does like a little like snap, like woo thing. I don't know. He does like this very cute thing Fuck where yeah. he's like, cash. Yeah. 
He's like, I love money. He's getting his cash in the gas station. He sees a mirror and he lifts up his shirt and he's like, wow, looking good, looking right. But then you realize that it's because it, the last time we saw Dean, he was literally like being ripped to pieces. His stomach, his guts were like across it, the floor. It was hanging out. There's a little flash mm-hmm. like uh, to remind yeah. us. Yeah. Because otherwise it does just look like he's like, I fucking look good. Yeah, so he's like checking himself out. He's like, I've been hitting the gym. Maybe Cass gave him, you know, a little ab here and there, a little definition. And he's like, whoa, check that out. I don't know. <laughs> he's like, not eating for four months has really given me some definition. Yeah. I'm dried the fuck out. <laughs> I don't know if you two have, like, engaged that much in the kind of trans reading of Dean. And, but this is a oh, moment love- that people love yeah. to yeah. think about. In terms of maybe he had like like top surgery, magically. top surgery scars, and like they're not there or whatever. Yeah, like um, all that all that kind of thing. And I think that's fun. And I love to see a boob. It is fun, extremely. Yeah, it makes me really happy. <laughs> so that and then Dean pulls up his sleeve, and now something very special is there on his arm, and it is a handprint. It is a handprint, and Dean goes. Dean pulls up his sleeve and he goes, like, ah, like maybe it burns him. I don't know. Or maybe he's just like reacting yeah. to like what it that must have so felt like. When- it, it looks like a raised skin. Yeah, yeah, it looks like blistered. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up as well, because like, how does he know to look, first of all? So maybe it is painful. And then like the. <sighs> yeah, I got the impression that when he yeah. lifted his shirt, maybe he felt like the crinkle that you get when you lift your arm. Oh, off. when he lifted his shirt? And he was like, that feels weird. Yeah, like, because he would have, he did this and then that like would have pushed up. Yeah. Skin. Okay, you make a good point, Ella. We're all like doing arms <laughs> with each other in the video chat right now. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah. So Dean is like, what the fuck is this? And then he goes and he grabs his stuff. He gets his jerky and his water bottles. He gets the cash. Cute little fuck I love cash moment. And then, and then the radio (laughs) kicks on. TV comes on. There's static. Uh, That's cash. And things get weirder and wilder from there. It's so good. There's like glasses exploding. Oh my God. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. He's like, Dean's like shaking out the salt on the window and like, it's getting louder and louder, and then the, and then the glass starts exploding, and he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And this is the first time we've ever seen something like this, I believe, in Supernatural. Yeah. Of course, I yeah. can't say that authoritatively. I don't. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> yeah. you guys should talk about that. Yeah, no, I think I don't think we have. We we've definitely seen demons like show their power, yeah. like throwing people across the room and that kind of thing. Um, but we haven't seen yeah, yeah. whatever this force is. Like obviously we know it's cast, but it's at this point in the episode it's a mystery and it's very strange. Like it is not the kind of thing we've seen. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's almost it's a it's a more like I would say esoteric, if you will. Like it's a <laughs> it's not it doesn't like when you go back uh and you look at it from the point of view, it's like Cass is trying to communicate with Dean. It doesn't feel as if he's mm-hmm. trying to scare him. Oh, or intimidate him. Yeah. It's just sort of what happens. He can help uh, it. Because of just the kind of guy he is. He's, He's just scary trying. and cool and like too um, big for human so comprehension. Without trying. That all happens. It fucking rules. And then Dean is like, okay, what the fuck? And then he goes out to the payphone and calls Bobby. Bobby does not believe that this is Dean. And I'm just kind of like, I'm going to sort of like whip through this because I think we've got a lot to talk about with yeah, yeah, the rest yeah, yeah. of Go the episode. Crazy. Um, He goes to Bobby's. Bobby does not buy it. Also, 
side note, I thought that Jim Beaver looked very young. Like, it cut to Bobby and I was like, look at little baby yeah. Bobby. Like, he's like yeah. just yeah, a little guy. I, thought so too. I think especially if you've, like, watched any of the later seasons where there's, you know, other mm-hmm. universe Bobby. Um, you know, he looks his age. So, like, he does look like a little baby. Right. Plus, he looks kind of, like, gaunt yeah. and skinny. He's not wearing a lot of layers, I feel like, when we see him. Um I think it's to like imply that he's not doing very well, which yeah, that hit me as well. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, I just realized in this episode again, like I forgot, but like Bonnie is also an alcoholic, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I kind of forgot that part. It's a bit ahead. <laughs> Everyone's but always like, yeah, there's a there's a yeah. sick, like the part like Dean says like asks him if his like parents are away or something because he's like got all these. He's bottles. like, yeah, what's with the liquor yeah. store? Or yeah. So which is like Bobby's Bobby is like I don't trust you. We do have to mention this lube face that happened. Bobby throws all this holy water in Dean's face. For anyone that doesn't know, the holy water that they use apparently has a bit of lube in it because regular water will just kind of evaporate off your face and not give that wet look that they're looking for. Um. So yeah. <laughs> honestly, I was looking at it this episode and I was like looking for it. Um and I honestly think it looks more like lube than water. It is the more you thick, look at man. It. it is like viscous um, in a way that water is not. It's viscous in a way that water <laughs> does lube. not do. I think they put like they added water to lube and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um but that's just my take, whatever. Um which is, you know, again. Yeah. Kim Manners made that decision or whoever. And that was a choice that they made. Um, So Bobby comes around, realizes that Dean is real. He's not a shapeshifter or anything else. And then they go around trying to get Sam. And Bobby, Dean says to Bobby, um, you should have been looking out for him. Which is like an insane thing to say to a man who's like 20 years older than you. And not... It's so obvious when he says that, it's like, you can hear, like, the echo of John saying that to Dean. Yeah. And I was like, Dean, yeah, that's pathetic. It's like, you have to recognize that, like, <laughs> Sam is a grown man, Bobby is trying his best, but, like, it's, it's, all, it's not Dean's job to look after Sam, which he will never understand. It's also not Bobby's job to look after Sam. Like, Sam is capable of making his own choices, but, of course, this is, like, the... Yeah. The main conflict of the show. Yeah, and I think also, like, right, just right. to um, put on my Dean girl hat, um, he <laughs> he has been through some shit recently, so I don't think he's really got the compassionate brain turned on. He's very much, yeah. hey, the last time I saw you, you and Sam were together, you're not together now, what happened? Um, and I guess mm-hmm. he puts that responsibility yeah. on Bobby yeah. as the older of the two. Um, and because Sam is a baby in yeah. his eyes, I guess. Not a baby, but younger. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Dingle so, hat off. <laughs> <laughs> You're never taking that off. Don't lie. <laughs> it's glued. It's glued to that. <laughs> it's glued like a Matilda. About that, I feel like that is a really encapsulating moment. Like Bobby's just like, well, he makes his own choices, and I tried to get in contact with him, and he didn't want to do it. But like from Dean's point of view, it's this thing where he, you know, he cannot let go. And I think from Sam's point of view, it's almost like a power struggle. Uh, like Sam wants independence um, and Dean believes that <laughs> that he and everyone that he sees is on him on his side um, has to look out for Sam first like that is the priority and so he kind yeah. of feels like like this is obvious this is like 
fucking this is baseline like this is you gotta check out like you have to look out for sam he's been through so much shit he has this weird shit going on with the psychic stuff we don't even know what his deal is i, I think dean thinks he's dead for a second you yeah. know like bobby has to yeah. say like yeah he's alive yeah. as far as um, i know right so it's yeah. like he's been worrying about that yeah I think we've seen, so, like, we, we, we go on to see how Sam has been acting and we've seen that behaviour from him before in Mystery Spot. That's fair, um, yeah. Like, he self-isolates and uh, becomes very single-minded in his, yeah. like, grief. Um, and so it does make sense that he's acting the way he has been acting, um, besides, obviously, Ruby's influence, I think, just in terms of not being, like, ready to continuing or well, not ready to but not continuing like a relationship with bobby yeah that he's always sense. pulling away mm-hmm. that sam's like thing so we go to find sam and dean calls and bring this up for a reason dean calls the thank you thank the you. phone company and yes. is like i need to find my phone i lost it he gives him sam's information but he says he gives him the last four digits of sam's social security number which is mm-hmm fascinating to me because it is my personal belief that dean does not know his own social security number i believe his social security card was burned up in the fire in kansas and he doesn't know it he wouldn't have had to use it for a while right like what he would have used it when he got his ged and then what since then like he's not done anything this is my feeling is like maybe the ged is like under a fake name i also and this is a more firmly held belief and I'm really glad that I'm getting to talk about it right now. Dean does not have a driver's license. He has never been to a DMV. He has never taken a driver's test. He has a bunch of fake IDs. He is not licensed to drive in any state. I am obsessed with your brain. I love <laughs> you. You're so smart. This is the best thing anyone's ever said about Dean Winchester. He doesn't. I mean, he knows how to drive, obviously. He has that cool J turn. But like oh, legally? No, sir. No. No way. No way. He's driven past DMVs and he's been like, huh, what's that? He has no idea. <laughs> but like, okay, what about when he was like 16? Like, wouldn't he have got it like when he was still in school? I have no or... idea. No, they moved around so much. How would he even prove residency? Yeah, I don't know. You guys. State? So he was just like. That's true. I also think that Dean is like driver's license that's for schmucks like he's just like whatever like i'm gonna let the government know my my legal name he's like i can just do what i want we're having a laugh about this but it's just making me really sad <laughs> to think of such don't a even don't uh, come on come on come on come on come on come on we're not gonna get don't think about it don't think about it it's so funny dude doesn't just have a driver's license on. come on <laughs> oh oh i just wanted to point out like before we leave dean and bobby um dean has this quote a little nickname? No, what nickname? What are you talking about? Wedge Antilles. Oh, he um gives a fake, yeah. I would have, yes. That is hilarious names. because it means that, because it's a character from A New Hope. I don't know if anyone doesn't know this, but like for the listener who has like not seen Star Wars or put it out of the brain or whatever. But it's a character that Luke Skywalker knows from his time on Tatooine. Like they grew up together-ish and he's now with the... Resistance. Resistance. I was going to say the rebellion. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. So, um, Sam's a Star that. Wars fan. That's really fun. Uh, just need to point that out. Well, this episode is written by Kripke, and he is always like, "Uh, Sam is the Luke Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> Dean Shut is Han Solo." Up. 
Um, Dean wants so I think it's probably Shut a little up. wink wink to his little <laughs> Harrison Ford. Harrison yeah, his Ford. little obsession with yeah. that. No, he looks good. Um, but then I also wanted to point out his nipple is out. <laughs> it's very true. That's an Indiana Jones one, though. Um, but I also wanted to point out that there's this lovely moment where uh, Dean. I, it's not even a lovely moment. It's just a cool quote, and I thought about gas, <laughs> and I liked it. Uh, when he describes what happens at the gas station, he says. Then there was this force, this presence, I don't know. And I just, like, I screamed. I had to pause and I was like, yeah, Like, that's Cass! Um, that was literally Cass. I also wrote that That's them meeting. This force, this presence. Ugh. It's so good. God, blew past him. He described it as blowing past him, which is interesting because, like, at this point, they're not really sure what the deal is. What it is. And so yeah. I, Dean's assumption is that, like, they came out of hell together, but maybe Dean was, like, Maybe it wasn't on purpose. Like, maybe this yeah. force needed Dean to get out of hell. Like, he doesn't know. Yeah. So. Maybe it used him. He I think they're it. suspicious that it's a demon. Yeah. Or something like that. He says, like, maybe it that. pulled me out or rode me out. Like, uh, Which is, like, why would you out, say yeah. it that he wishes. way? Like, why would you? Like, why would you say it like that? Why would you say it that way? Kripke didn't even fucking know what he was doing, which is so funny to me, because I'm going to keep pointing it. There are moments. I love when it's a Kripke, like, uh, a Kripke written episode and we can just, like, piff shit at him <laughs> it's fun idiot yeah it's um, great so i just want to like point out the thing we you said it already but like dean gives bobby a little bit of crap about the drinking so it's like obviously like the relationship that dean has with alcohol is like learned from this older generation of hunters his father and bobby um but also what made me fucking crazy in the head is that like dean hears from sam and bobby that it was very hard for them when he was dead they were like it hasn't been easy and so you get these allusions to their yeah. grief you know who dies all the time and you know who never gets to know how hard it is for dean oh, when he's no. dead that's right it's castiel shut up why would you bring that up why i just wanted to point that, that out <laughs> and we'll move on so then they go to find bobby i mean they go to find sam and they show up at this hotel room. Make this so hard. Sam is fucking messy. He is. I was yoked. cracking up watching this. <laughs> this dude is he huge. Has been... His face is like two times wider than the last time we saw him. His body, the man is the size of an ox. And he's already tall. Now he's wide. That shit was he insane. He looks like he got a role in a Marvel movie. And they're like, you have to put on 50 kilos oh of my muscle God, that's in the break. My man is snorting human growth hormone. He's like big. he is huge. <laughs> He's so big. I do want to point out though that Sam's fucking awesome, kind of a little bit. You go to the room and there's like rock music. It sounds like <laughs> indie rock, in fact. Like blasting in the you room. You know he's blasting modest Maybe mouse. Maybe it's Ruby's like. playlist. <laughs> it's probably Ruby's playlist. That's fantastic. Um, and then like. He comes out, like, he has his hair wet. He's clearly just showered. There's a girl in his room, barely dressed. Fantastic shit. Opening the door, waiting for pizza. Like, he's having a good night. That's all I'm saying. She's like, sees them and is like, time to lie. I'm really good at this. I'm a demon. It is so funny as well when Sam's trying to get her to leave. And she's, like, fucking with him and being like, yeah. Like whatever she's saying her name is. Like he gets it wrong and then like, she corrects him and then right. he's like, get the fuck out of this room, Ruby. <laughs> like it's so funny. 
when you know that that's Ruby and you're just like she's like okay she's funny she's like, like she's, I'm gonna funny. make you look like a dick in front of your brother and 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 like your weird father figure and this is for me she, she's like so call me he's like yeah bye Kathy and she goes Chrissy and it's oh <laughs> uh, just before that as well she like asks if they're together oh my god what a bitchy moment oh yeah what a bitchy moment. She didn't when, need to do after that. After they do their big reunion hug, um, which is, the, the hug is so devastating. Like, you get the great, like, same thing that happened with Bobby of, like, we're fighting now. It's just the hunter. And then Dean has to be like, no, no, no. Um, I'm me. I forgot that that all happened because I was distracted by these sheer size She's of so big. He's a giant. <laughs> Couldn't stop noticing it. Yeah, the only time he's Especially bigger Especially when we've six. just seen, we've just seen Dean's tits and he looks kind of normal. Like he's there's not much definition, just a dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you see Sam like busting out of this. Genuinely like, like <laughs> fucking he's got definition through the shirt. It's terrifying. Like, no offense. Like, I'm sure <laughs> there are people who are like, like, this is hot as hell. And like, sure, yeah. But it scared me. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, and then another so then they're like chatting. Dean's giving him a little grief about having this girl in his room. And <laughs> Sam says Dean, I don't pay Dean. He says, I don't pay Dean talking about sex. Like, yeah, as if she might be a hooker. And I'm just like, yeah, thank you. Kripke. What? Like, that is such a strange little like line. Like, I don't pay Dean. Well, like, this is just this is just the classic. Well, that's because Sam is, you know, He's Luke Skywalker. He is no, but it's the hero. He's like weird thing to say. This is my yeah. Kripke kill two moment that I have listed because right. it was like, what so. The fuck? <laughs> what the? What was the point? Like, I don't know. I just don't think that Sam would say that. Um, right. It's like he just a weird get in the way I do. Yeah. Well, and then this is also like mirrored season six when Sam is soulless and he and he he does employ a sex worker has yeah. such great sex with that sex worker that she gives it to him for free and it's just like what is going on in your brain like how do you think sex work works like, it's a j-o-b dude so they have their little team meeting and they're like we're gonna go see this psychic bobby is like i know a psychic yeah and they show up at her cute house and she is sexy for lack of a better word She's hot as hell. She opens the door. Did you see her arms? Let's the man. Have you seen her arms? I have. Um, (laughs) So she's like, come come into my house. And I just need to shout out the uh, Jesse Forever (laughs) tramp stamp. Jesse Forever. I was just going to say, I love how she's like, when she's like, Bobby. Like, she's so excited to see Bobby. And it's like. What's their What's story their like? Do they just hang out sometimes? <laughs> like, they're mates. They genuinely do just seem like friends. Yeah. I also, like, kind yeah. of a subtle dig when he's like, she's the best psychic in the state. I'm sorry. Sam. <laughs> no, no, no. Because, Sam, you suck at it. <laughs> well, Sam does suck at it, to be fair. Sam's just like, I just meant, oh. like, why? Why? That's specific. Why would you not say she's the best psychic I've met by psychic in the country? It just seems kind Maybe of like a, a really good psychic in like Idaho. In like Idaho, so and he didn't want to be rude about it, but she is only the best in Illinois. So, hey, um, where does M- Missouri live? Oh, probably like in Kansas. In yeah. Kansas, Missouri. Yeah. So he's like, well, in that state, it's Missouri. It's Missouri. 
Yeah. He's the best in South Dakota. Do you um, think? Just confusing. Um. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, great, great little flirty moment where she's got the tram stamp, Jesse forever. Dean's like, "Who's Jesse?" And she's like, "Well, he it wasn't it was forever. Really sweet. It was actually quite cute. Um, it was just like a cute moment. Like sometimes super guys sometimes supernatural is good. <laughs> it's a good episode. And Sam's just watching this whole thing. He's like, "Okay, Dean." Four months underground did not diminish whatever game this is. He doesn't really know if it's game, but it seems to be working. Um, He's just having a good time. But then Pamela comes up and she goes, you're invited too, Grumpy. And Sam is immediately like swiveling towards Dean. He's like, he's going to fucking hate this. I can't wait. And Dean's like, no. And Dean's like, you are not invited. He's like, he's just like, no, it's, it's, which is it cute. Is cute. It's a cute it's a, little yeah, I was about to say, classic little sibling. Like, and now what are you gonna do? Ooh, you know, like, gotcha. Anyway, um, I thought that was fun. And then they have their seance. Um, I do have to bring up for the seance something that does happen, um, which is weird. She's like, okay, you all take hands. I need to touch something that your mystery monster or whatever has touched. Um, and she like goes like you. Like hear something knock under, under the, the table. table. Yeah, like presumably yeah, Dean's so, like leg yeah. jerks, and he goes, you "Didn't touch me yeah. there," you know. Which <laughs> I've always taken it that she grabs his thigh. Yeah, like, but I think there's there's nothing also, else like, to think. It's just a thing of supernatural being like these jokes that are just like do nothing for anybody. Well, you know, it's like. Except adding oh, fuel to the they fire. do something for somebody, but like, yeah. Except it was yeah. accidentally really funny because like, it is the episode in which it's like, no, Cass didn't touch him there, but they didn't even know that there was going to be like a really weird thing with Cass and Dean, which is very very funny. The connotations me. of this, yeah. What yeah. you just Kripke. It's like you put that in. Kripke, like you, you did that. Owned yourself. Owned yourself, and I'm sorry. <laughs> you linked like the angel touching him being maybe that way like n- none of us were thinking it none of us were thinking it yet <laughs> it was your fault dude <laughs> don't look at me this is your show so we hear we hear her you know she's speaking to the entity and then she says castiel and then dean goes castiel and pronounces it a bit weird which is fun because it's like a weird word and like, none of them like knew what they were Sam. saying at first and it's so good like I love it. Yeah. It's like they're like this is a weird name that we're trying to like put into our show. Castiel. To, yeah, we're trying to have it sound normal. Misha Misha says it that way. He says Castiel like you just did <laughs> when he introduced. And it's just like oh, okay, like all right, put a little flavor on it. Get some sauce on there. And so they're trying to get Cast, and she's like. She's like, show show me your face. Like, show me your face. And she wants to have a peep, I think she says. She wants to, yeah, she wants to, like, know exactly who this is. So they get his name, and then she wants to see him. And evidently, however she's contacting him, he's like, don't do that. Like, don't, like, turn back. Like, don't look. Um, And she's like, no, I'm going to take a look. And then the candles flare up. And her eyes turn to fire. It looks really good. Um, yeah, the sound is over. So she's fucking on the floor yelling. And that's about our her. guy. <laughs> she, that's, that's our, our dude. Guy. And she sounds so upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be upset too. 
My eyes got burned out. Right. I can't lie. Like, I would not I like think this it. is the first time that we see, like, Cass hurt somebody. Um, like, and I think, you know, we we do find out later that, like, he didn't mean to and he's like, I warned her. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sam and Dean yeah. are going to go far. They're going to go... They go get some food and they're talking about these demons that Sam was chasing. When they're in the diner, it turns out all of the people that are in this diner are possessed by demons. Um, I'm a little fuzzy. I was getting kind of bored because I was like... Where's Cass? Like, yeah. where's, Ca- right. where's Cass? So, um, um, yeah, what happens next is basically like they're in the diner. They got their slices of pie, I guess, to celebrate that Dean's back. Um... So they, they, the waitress brings their, their food um, and she said, she puts it down in front of them and then she sits down on the third chair and Dean's like, can I fucking help you? <laughs> yeah. What do you want? Like, do, are you angling for a tip? I think he says or something like that. Um, and she's like, no, I'm sorry. I heard you were looking for us. And she does the, you know, the black eye flash. I appreciate it. It's this- so <laughs> sick. I love it every time. I'm always like, <laughs> yes, that's dope. I was very um, impressed by the actress or grateful for the actress not doing the, like, significant blink so that the uh, fucking effects people will know where to come in. Like, just do it without them doing the fuck. It looks dumb when they do. Anyway. Um, I think she does agreed. a really good Glad job. Glad you pointed that out. Yeah, she does a great job. She's got that real, like, demon um, energy where yeah. I think that sometimes they forget that they used to be humans. She seems, like, very... Yes. Um, there's like this bitterness or something. Like there's emotion behind. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. <laughs> like the way she's acting. She meets Dean. Yeah. And she, she like, he, <laughs> she's like, what makes you special? Why do you just get a free pass? Like he doesn't become a demon. He spent like his 40 years and he's not a demon yet. He gets out clean. Um, and I think there's a very real sense of resentment there, which is very interesting. And I wish they. Yeah. And I think they more. also never really clarify like at what point exactly somebody turns into a demon in hell. And like, I, there's a lot of fanfic speculation of like when he broke in hell, which we find out a bit later, um, you know, did he become yeah. a demon then? And, yeah. and like, was his soul corrupted to the point of being a demon? Like they just don't really ever clarify in the show. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, interesting. That is She's jealous. That is a cool, that's a cool, interesting moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Kripke kill moment number three. There may be more. Um, yeah, where he like, they have basically like a little standoff, um, Dean and, and this demon, where she's like, um, I'm going to reach down your throat and <laughs> rip your guts out or whatever. Rules. Uh, and he's like, are you? <laughs> Fucking are you? Because you apparently don't know shit. Um, <laughs> and we've anything. got to remember as well the last time we've seen Dean he's been scared of demons like yeah. they were always a really threatening presence yeah. Um, like in any other episode so the fact that Sam is sitting there freaking out but Dean is like I think I'm not scared yeah I think yeah there are, fun. there are multiple reasons for that also I don't know if I agree with you that Sam's freaking out because I think at this point Sam's I like think he is. big dick I am like killing demons on the daily like i'm dating very hot i guess i mean also, freaking like, out at how you can't touch acting. me like especially when the slats happen he's a bit like what okay. why are you That's fighting fair. them because yeah. obviously he knows yeah. 
in his heart that yeah. he's got certain skills. Yeah. Like there's still a room full of demons, but yeah. So Dina's slapping this demon, and in my notes I just wrote slap Foley artist out of control. The slap sound effects were <laughs> It sounds so stupid. <laughs> I mean slap Foley artist out of control. Sounds so that was dumb. it was like <laughs> relax. <laughs> It sounds yeah. like a cartoon. It sounds like a cartoon. It's like that. Shh. It's not even that. It's dumb as hell. Anyway, he slaps her twice. Not once. Uh, because basically twice. the gist of it. Twice. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically the gist of it is he's humiliating her um, and showing like he's not scared of demons basically. Yeah. Again, I was going to say like, I think if you spend like all that time in hell, you're not all that scared of a demon. Like you get mm-hmm. pretty used to them. Um, and also he kind of realizes that like, whatever pulled him out is so much more powerful than than this demon and he says it to her Mm -hmm. as well like if someone this big wants me out they're gonna have me out and like don't be surprised if they come for you if you if you send me back to hell but then they walk out and he's like first of all dean says mofo he was like this is one bad mofo we're dealing with it's great and he's also like, holy crap, that was close. They should have let him say, say fuck because like it was great because Dina's just like totally feel. It looks like Dina's totally like in control of this situation. Like maybe he is. Like it's not clear to me when they leave and he says, holy crap, that was close. Whether he actually believes that or if he's saying it for Sam's benefit because like was he faking in the diner or is he faking now talking to Sam? Like who I don't was he think trying he's to pull? faking. I think I think more like it was a risk that he was willing to take in that mm-hmm. moment. He was like thinking Sam's got the demon knife. You know, I'm gonna right. I, I'm gonna place my bet in the fact that the demons aren't gonna hurt me. And but he probably mm-hmm. still was a bit like shit. That like he means like that was close because it's like it was a bet. It was a risk. Right. Um. Mm. But yeah. I, I like that you're considering him as like a very duplicitous person. Well, very- I just oh, think yeah. it's interesting the way that he like delivered those lines. I was like, so, cause he didn't seem at all nervous in the diner and he doesn't even seem like that freaked out when he says like, holy crap, that was close. Like there's like a level of uh, like sincerity that's like missing there, which is, it's just kind of interesting. So Sam sneaks away in the middle of the night they go back to the hotel. Sam sneaks away in the Impala while Dean is sleeping, which is, like, ridiculous. Classic cars are so loud. I think it's so funny whenever they're using the Impala, like, and they have to be, like, <laughs> sneaky. Because, like, those things sound like fucking jet engines. So Sam, like... Genuinely, he better he better have been parked on the other side of the building or some shit. Because the other side of the live. town. I'm telling you right now, we are blasting through the Sam yeah, scene go. with... Like, I don't care, and we're not yeah, gonna... Sp- we can't spend a lot of time on it, sorry. Like no, like, no offense, but basically, like, the gist of it is, like, Sam's lying about the blood mm. freak shit that he's been getting up to, and Dean's lying about the hell shit that right. he's been through. So we have a little bit of a fun, like, both of the brothers are lying, and that's fun. Um, and they're both really good This theme it. continues a lot in this season, um, as the boys kind of get separated, um... And the same thing in season five, like, uh, you know, the heaven yeah. and hell of it all. Mm-hmm. That's the theme they kind yeah. of keep coming back to. Yeah, basically, yeah, we have a we have a reveal, like, um, yeah, like so that Sam is lying and he's working with Ruby and he's killing right. demons. Got it. Good. I just want to point out, like, in this little diner scene, that Sa- Kaz is fucking working tonight. He is 
doing so much work because he goes to the motel he crashes like the fucking yeah. glass on dean dean can't talk to him this is after by the way like earlier in the day he burnt somebody's mm-hmm. eyes out sorry about that it was a whoopsie he warns like he's like he, okay if you imagine from his perspective He's like, hello, Dean. Hello. In like the. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Please go on. Go on. It was instinct. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. He's like, hi, Dean. Hi. And then Dean's like, ah. And then when like later on, he's like, what? I'm getting a call. And he sees it's Dean again. But like there's another girl there and she's talking to him. And he's like. I tried to talk to you before. What's... What the hell? So then later on at the motel, he's just like, bro, I tried to call you before. Pick you up. Didn't answer. I was right there. And then he didn't he's say like, anything. I think there's something wrong before. with the connection. Like you must not be special the way I thought you were. Um, he's like, does this thing work? Is and it's like, on? no, I have in my notes. I have, um, Cass is like a bug banging against a lamp. <laughs> like, he's just like, like I'm trying to like <laughs> fucking come on, Ben. There's he's just like the whatever he's trying to do is it's not working. Love it. You're so right. Um, <laughs> just delirious. Like <laughs> I'm just in the corner. Like <laughs> he's working because he's like he had the Pam thing, and then earlier in the day he had the Dean thing at the gas station, and then he has the motel thing where he breaks the glass mm-hmm. again, and then he has. He goes and smites the demons in the fucking diner, or at least he burns their eyes out as well, because he was like, that was kind of cool. It was mm-hmm. a cool move. Like, sorry about her eyes, and it sucked, but, like, it was a yeah. dope move. Um, yeah, and then he has to go to the barn later. It's interesting. It's like he didn't, he didn't, he didn't just kill all the demons. He went there and, like, scared them. Yeah. Like, um, when, you know, when Sam and Ruby are there, she's pretty good. scared. Like, the demon is scared, and that's obviously very strange. Um, it's cool. And I'm pretty sure Ruby, like, is scared as well. Like, that, that's part of their conversation. But they also, the demons also don't know about angels, because they just say, like, Ruby only says, to bring Dean back, this is huge. Like, this is way more juice than any demon can have. Yeah. So then, Sam and Dean, they're both lying and keeping things from each other. Sam is off with Ruby. Dean is off with Bobby. Dean and Bobby go to this barn and they decide they're going to try to summon Castiel. Okay? This is a fucking huge moment. It's okay? Big. They're in the barn. They, they do a bit of arts and crafts. On the point of arts and crafts, like, okay, first of all, lots of sigils. I don't want to know how many cans of spray paint they went through or how long it took. And I know for a fact that the fumes in there were fucking crazy. There's no They're ventilation. They're so in high. They're they must high be so off high. their asses. Like <laughs> they are. They are huffing. Huffing this, paint. these fumes. Yeah, um, that's crazy. So, and I just want to point out the shot that they do when they're setting up in the barn. The camera's high up, looking down at Dean and Bobby, and then shooting down the barn so that you can see all of the sigils and all these books and stuff to like set the scene. It makes the barn look small and i was like is this just a like is it just a set it's like the shot is so strange because we obviously know it best from when Cass is walking into the barn we'll get to and it looks like a huge cavernous like warehouse space but from this initial shot i don't know if this even stuck out to you but i was like it looks like a very small little my guess is that they were 
using the regular lenses when they were just doing the footage of the boys doing all the sigils, but for uh-huh. that cast shot, because it's so iconic and there is the special effect of the wings, they maybe use like a wide camera angle, like a different lens. Mm-hmm. Um, to make the space look bigger. Because, yeah, yeah, and to look more, yeah. um, to have the perspective more warped and like... Mm-hmm. Cinematic? Almost? Yeah, cinematic. Like, because you don't need that if it's just, you know, A, B shots of them talking, doing the sigils or... Or like, yeah. Yeah. Look at you with your technical terms. Love it. Um, no, but you're right though. And I think it's really interesting that uh, you bring up like that it makes the barn look small but, and it's also mm-hmm. high up because then you could see it as like a cast POV shot almost. Like you could see it as like, it's small to him and he's high up and like, he's just kind of looking down on it and he's like, all right, sure. Whatever. I like that. I love That's that. That's real fun. Right. Um, okay. So then I think something we they have decided to, to summon as well. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. What um, do we have to remember? Just with these with these earlier seasons, um, I think even though it was like 2009, they were still kind of um, keeping in, the, in mind that a lot of people only had four by three screens still. Um, not everyone mm-hmm. had moved to like digital widescreen TVs at home. Um, so I think a lot of the framing sometimes is to like, for that <laughs> instead of that's why that's there's a lot of times when you know people are quite close to each other they stand um, so close to each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> i say people we all know who we're talking about but yeah um i think that is because of them trying to account for well you don't want anything important to be in the wider part of the frame mm-hmm. um because people might miss out on that um, yeah. um, it's, it's okay. obviously just so. in the earlier seasons but yeah I hadn't thought about that at all. That's really cool. Um, they yeah. summon Cass. Nothing happens. And so I enjoy this because it's like they do all these, they do every summoning that they know. They use every sigil that they know because they don't really know who he is, how they're trying to get him there. I think it's like pretty fun because that means that like Cass is like showing up on his own. You know what I mean? Like I think in later seasons we learned there are ways to like summon angels. You can trap them, like whatever. But, like, in this, it's, like, they go through all of this trouble and then Cass is, like, well, let me get over there. Like, he's, like, decides to just, like, saunter on his own. And then he (laughs) does. The wind kicks up, rattling. The lights blow out first before Cass is even in the building. The lights that are over Dan, uh, Dean and Bobby. I almost called him Dan. (laughs) Dean and Bobby blow out. (laughs) And then the door creaks open here's a oh shadow God, he breaks the bar here's they barred the door there's like a fucking it's crazy and he breaks it and here's the shadow go ahead jesse i'm so sorry go ahead. here's the shadow here's a little guy and he comes in the lights bursting 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 shotgun dean is shooting at cast does not face him doesn't punch him Nothing happens. They are just, it's so. It's incredible. Stunning. Iconic. We've never so seen good. anything like this it's before. So and we never will again. This shit is incredible. One of a kind. We never will again. It's fucking delectable. I have to say, though, that I do, fa- first of all, when Cass is rattling the roof, he's trying to get some paint fumes out of there. He's like, I just repaired this guy's lungs. He's like, we got to get some oxygen into this place. And um, I love how he comes in. 
because he's like not trying to be intimidating again he has this fucking listless shuffle he's just he's like walks he's in. just like i guess he just walks anyway that's yeah what I no, to he say. just yeah he i it just something i think about is we obviously see later we see jimmy get possessed by Cass, like in that whole episode mm-hmm. and i like like it's it's not ever really clear at what point in this time period okay so we see Cass possess jimmy and it's in the evening in that episode and it's like are we to believe that that is that evening because earlier that day or earlier that night you know we see the the mirror on the roof get smashed and he tries to contact Mm -hmm. dean like that's the same day right so it's like he was doing that and then thought fuck i've been working on this guy jimmy for a few weeks trying to get him to let me possess him i i really gotta go back and really gotta you know turn the heat up on convincing him because it's getting a bit ridiculous. They're trying, you know, they're doing a seance and shit. They're like doing sigils because, like, angels obviously he can see what's up. He's spying on them all mm-hmm. the time. So it's that day, right? Like, yeah, uh, same yeah, day. it must be. Yeah, the day they ruined Claire's <laughs> life. Fantastic. <laughs> oh man, no, that's kind of incredible actually to think of it that way. Like he had to just get it done. So. Cass is in the barn, okay? They're shooting at him. He... Dean can't believe it, okay? And this is, he's like, who are you? Cassiel. I know that. What are you? I'm an angel of the Lord. Screaming. Ah! Crying, throwing up. <laughs> Absolutely. 1,000%. Also, you skipped over his his first, like, dialogue line where he says... I'm the one who gripped you tight and raised you for perdition. Oh, which Jerry Cook rewrote, which is crazy. Which is so crazy. Um, and that is also It's so fucking good. A bonkers line. And insane thing to say. It's an insane thing to say. It the I think like we need to give a huge like round of applause to Misha Collins for being able to deliver that line and not sound fucking yeah. stupid because that line is bonkers. Yeah, I was just thinking like why did he phrase it like that? Like, if we kind of think about how vessels and stuff work, that's that's not how Jimmy spoke. And then you kind of think, well, okay, how do angels speak to each other? And that's like very biblical sounding or something. It's it's like raised you. Yeah, yeah I guess that's why yeah. perdition. Like, yeah. He's like, I got you out yeah. of hell, bro. I'm the one who gripped you tight <sighs> and raised you from perdition. Um, it's crazy i don't mean to be fucking rude but what the hell were you on that okay insane thing to say fucking crazy thing to write are you like are you with us hello is this thing on and it's like you could have said anything they must have else. had him say something like that in the writer's room like like you said the fact that he says it and you're like yeah and you're not like that was a pretty silly line like and you're not like what I feel like that is such a line that's like so darling. Do you know what I mean? Like somebody dreamed that up, probably Eric Kripke, but like whichever writer like came up with that, that was like a line that they were like, <laughs> I love this. I like love this. This is, um, this is like my yeah, special little my hill line. I'm dying this is on. my special baby. Can you believe Like this I is my special that. sentence that I like came up with and I it's love just it so, so much. Like, like, like I'm the one who gripped you tight and raised you from perdition. I'd like to point out that, like, in his very first line, Cass uses a contraction. So I don't want to hear any of this bullshit about like 
Cass doesn't know how to use contractions and like yeah he's like cannot do not shut yeah. up he can speak okay he's a weirdo but he can speak like a normal person exactly um i just i really really enjoyed like you're, you're right first of all about misha khan's being able to deliver that line with like a, a gravitas that doesn't make him sound like dumb uh i mean a little it bit, should be but, so you know, silly like, it should be so like wankery yeah yeah you're right exactly that's such a good term for what it is. Oh. I can't say it because I'm not Australian, but um, is that it. I, uh, no? It just feels weird. It's not part of I my just lexicon. Don't, honestly, I do not know what is slang. Sometimes, like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you're good. I just wanted to say that, like, the way that he does it as well is so like it's the first way he identifies himself to this to the righteous man, right? Which is what he knows Dean as. He's like. I want you to know that I'm the one who saved you. It's yeah. crazy. And also, Sorry, I keep like, saying it's crazy. It's really good. <laughs> it's really fun too because obviously he knows that Dean is important and is important to heaven in some way. He doesn't know all the details yet. But he's speaking so formally and so, you know, he's so rigid. And he's saying yeah. this to Dean who has spent the whole episode every line out of this motherfucker's mouth mofo um he just (laughs) if you will he just says crazy stuff like kripke loves doing this like just making every line that dean says not something people would generally use like um yeah and it's it's just such a contrast like yeah in how they act yeah both of them also contrast really well with like sam who's the most normal of them i hate saying the most normal because i would argue that his issues are like the most weird um but he acts the most normal okay i don't want to fucking talk about sam right now i'm sorry cass is here this is the first time that we're seeing her on screen (laughs) they have an exchange cass is an angel of the lord we've never encountered anything like this it's been a point of contention between sam and dean before whether angels even exist they don't really they're not really concerned about that the the spooks that they're fighting are real tangible things that they've seen touched have been harmed by cast is something entirely new this is the first time an angel there's been any kind of presence of an angel in, in their lives um and so Cass knocks Bobby out in one of like my favorite little moments. He like yeah. Bobby comes at him with the it's so sad that podcasts are not a visual medium, but yeah. Bobby comes at yeah. him with like a crowbar or iconic whatever. moment. He's, like, Does this. Dean stab him first? Oh yeah, Dean stabs Cass. <laughs> I got distracted by my favorite little So moment. that's that's after the introduction, yeah. So yeah. So again, Foley artist out of fucking control. I actually don't think it's Foley artist. I think it's a regular sound editor. But like Dabs cast, chunk, <laughs> chunk is like the sound. <laughs> the background sound of that is like chunk, and cast, cast is like, move. bro. <laughs> and he like takes <laughs> the really knife out. He drops it. He's like, did you think this was gonna he, do something? When he looks up, that's cute. He looks he's up like, at you're him, so and silly. he looks so like fond, <laughs> like he's amused. And it's such an interesting choice. He's like... He was like, you just tried to shoot me full of bullets and that didn't really phase me. But yeah, sure, your little knife is gonna like... He was like, dude. And then he just pulls it out, ice cold, drops it. It's just like so cool. 
like a fucking mic he do- he drops it like he's yeah. like bam <laughs> like, like, it is it is a like, truly it's a mic drop absolutely it's a fucking mic he's drop. like yeah um he drops <laughs> it like he's some kind of star at his own show which he is it's incredible mm-hmm. um yeah and and then bobby comes at him with the crowbar or whatever it is tries to hit him over the head Cass is still facing Dean and grabs the crowbar, whips around, knocks Bobby out with the the classic Castiel two finger forehead touch. Drops him like a fucking. Says we need to talk. Yeah, alone. Yeah, your friend is asleep. And we get that great little sound bite. Yeah, the weird little don't really whispering voices. They kind of like um do it angel magic sound. They have that I a know, little and bit. Yeah, like season five ish. Yeah, it's like. It's like whispering and then noise, Bobby yeah, falls, voices. yeah. It's really good. And um, then Bobby and falls to the ground. Like, He's just like, ooh, he does his little death drop. It's great. It's so great. And it's just like, it's death a really drop. great little moment of like choreography. The knife, crowbar, grab, forehead touch. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Really, Thank you, Kim really great. Especially because I think we've all noticed like on Supernatural, the fight scenes fluctuate. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, thank you, Kim Manners. Really the blocking great. ruled. We really liked it. Thanks. Um, we loved it. Yeah, I think they get like they often get like different amounts of time to work on scenes, and and when there's like episodes that have less fight scenes, those ones seem to work out a bit better. If you have ones that are filled with fight scenes, often yeah. they're a bit more paint by numbers. Yes, yeah. um, which is fair enough yeah. because they they are whipping these episodes out at a crazy speed. It's true. Um, they're cranking out the TV, but yeah, it's great. <laughs> Um, um yeah so we have a little like you know it's obvious like this is our commercial break and then we come back to the same scene and it's um like Cass is like looking through one of the books that I guess Bobby left there which is great um he's, like, like one of their summoning books it. and Bobby's yeah, like, and like Cass is like well let me take a look at this let me have a little he's look. enjoying his physical body I have to assume that he's enjoying like like when he walked in and he's just like oh two legs like uh check me out mm, gravity like, and then he's this. like gonna go over <laughs> And check out this book. He's very and be curious. Like, exactly. He's he's enjoying existing uh, in three and only three dimensions. Yeah, he's like, so okay, he's like, this is kind of cool. He's like when you're blindfolded at a party. He's like, okay, this is kind of this is different. Interacting with a physical object is uh, interesting. Yeah. Can we go back to that? What do, what do you mean by blindfolded at a party? I mean, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he's like cut off from his senses. But like Jess said, I think he's having a good time with like the constraint of three dimensions um i think that's cool i feel like it's a constraint Um, as well as a completely new experience like yes like he's blindfolded at a party which is apparently a thing um you've never gone to like a party and played like a pinata like you do a party game and they blindfold you for the party game Oh, I guess. My mind went somewhere Like, else. not just like you're know. at a house party and somebody blindfolds you out of fucking Where did your mind go, there. Ella? Yeah, Ella, what, what, uh, what, what else is about you? where your what mind went? Yeah, just a normal on. house party. <laughs> and then someone oh, yeah? blindfolds you, wanna... you. Like, fuck you. Die. You're drunk <laughs> and you can't see shit. Die. <laughs> but yeah, he's going through something new. Like, obviously, we've, we know that yeah. he has been in a human body before, but he's yeah testing and, it out. Yeah, and Ella, you mentioned this earlier. I'm sorry, like, this was an ages ago. But you said, like, he's so curious. And I think this is such a true thing because, like, in this first scene, they establish so much of Cass's personality. I think it's by accident. Uh, and I'm, I might sure. be reading too much into it. But, um, 
like like he he's like curious and he's like kind of accidentally really mean like he's bitchy and not like in a mm-hmm. he just he's kind really of blunt is. yeah he's like but- blunt and it comes across mean because I think they're, they're like they're trying to establish that angels as like dicks yeah as they say many times yeah um so I do I love like early seasons cast is so fun yeah like there's something about his performance that is still so endearing and so lovable so even though he is supposed to be emotionless and uh you know he's supposed to just be kind of yeah spouting things that are like part of the company line he just has these looks on his face and like his interactions with all the the other characters where you're like he's got so much going on despite that yeah that's what i was gonna say he has this kind of like there's a real sincerity along with the bluntness that makes him feel so like real from that very first moment and then like there's also this devotion to this higher plan which we see as as he goes like that's his his big thing in season four and five is realizing the higher plans bullshit but like Mm -hmm. that devotion is present like he wants to be good and i think that's really cool god love him so much don't say stuff like that sorry <laughs> he just wants to do the right thing, you know? Like he's here with the righteous man. He's trying to be righteous. Um okay. he's trying to be a good soldier. And he sucks at it. Okay. Uh, we okay. eventually find Let's out. Let's get find back out. into but this I love because it. I'm gonna have a complete fucking meltdown. <laughs> That's what this podcast is for, Jess. I don't know what you think we're doing here. <laughs> we all so get to have funny. one cry about cats per episode. Two cries if it's a special cast episode. You know the ones. I'm so this about. one, two cries because it's it's special. So yeah. actually, every episode, two cries because he's so special. They're all really special. <laughs> so they're having this conversation. Um, Dean is doubting that he was saved by an angel, and so that's kind of the key of that conversation. Because Cass says. Cass says, you don't think you deserve to be saved. Oh, um, wait, before we get... Which is like... Yeah, yeah but is there yeah, a bit before that's that? That's not the first thing that he says, but... <laughs> yeah, no, a bit before that, he goes, sorry, I just need to bring this up because, like... No. Uh, he's cut like, all this. No, yeah, he's... <laughs> cut all this. Um, but there's a, there's a moment where... Um, okay, so he he's like, um, I'm an angel, uh, and... He's like, oh, you're an angel. Or sorry, Dean's like, you're an angel, sure. You burned that poor woman's eyes out. And he was like, well, I did warn her, and it was an accident. Eh, you know, he basically shrugs. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, like, um, you burned the woman out uh, with this woman's eyes out. And he's like, well, I told her not to look at my true visage or whatever. And he's like, okay, so mm-hmm. what the fuck visage is this now? Uh and he's like, holy, holy tax accountant. Holy tax accountant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody cheer because that was real fun. Thank you, Dean. I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, this is a vessel. And Dean is like horrified at the idea that he's possessing someone right now. Yeah, he gets um, like agitated at that point. Mm-hmm. You're possessing some poor bastard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so good. Um, and he's like, well, no, he's a devout man. He actually prayed for this. Which is so fun because we are gonna mess with that idea in what is it four twenty the rap uh, the rapture so good um, and then I he love says as that well how he kind of uh, he kind of grabs his coat yeah he's like this is a yeah he looks down at almost at the coat yeah. specifically he says his little line about holy tax accountant um, and then he goes he goes um, he's a devout man and then he 
he says like, okay, so I'm not buying what you're selling. Why would an angel rescue me from hell? And he's like, good things do happen. It's a crazy thing to say. Okay, this is nuts. (gasps) Good things do happen, Dean. This is nuts. But what I actually wanted to talk about is he says good things do happen. Is this a good thing, though? Like, obviously, you don't want to be in hell. You don't want to be torturing people in hell. We know that this is what Dean was up to. That's bad. But... They bring Dean back to Earth, to life, to give up his body to Michael. Like, Mm. Cass says good things do happen, Dean. Yeah. Yeah. A very important line, I think we'll all agree. But, like, I don't know that I agree that this is a good thing. This is, at best, a lateral move. Maybe Dean gets to go to heaven if he gives up his body to Michael, and that could be good. But, like... (laughs) Not necessarily a good thing. Also, Dean's life fucking sucks, so I don't know if I would be like, great. I guess well, comparatively, I think... it's better than being in hell. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. It's it's cast. If you think about someone in heaven, what they would think of hell, they would think it is the worst mm-hmm. of the worst because of the propaganda mm-hmm. of heaven. You know, like mm-hmm. Lucifer created hell, basically. So from Cass's that's perspective, he's like, thing. I got you out of hell. Have you like, have you heard of hell? It's the worst place in the world. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. being alive is better than that. <laughs> He's like, Disgusting. I went there to go get you, and the Fire whole time it everywhere. It was it's terrible. Dumb. I hated it. Yeah. Um, Thinking about Cass rescuing Dean Your hell, soul was like d- starting was so to turn bad. into a demon. Like, it looked all fucked up. You don't even know. Like, dude, people's <laughs> guts were out. And it was like metaphysical guts. Which, <laughs> there's a metaphysical stench that goes with... People don't want to talk about that. I got you out of there. I I got you out of there. I think to get back to the episode, because we are on a classic little tangent. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, no, no, no. I have to just like, just because of the thing that Jess said. I'm so sorry. Um, Just like the thing that you said about like, is it a good thing? First of all, I agree. It's not. And then second of all, like... I think he thinks it's a good thing at that point because he's still buying what heaven's selling. Yeah, I I think from his perspective, it is a good thing. I think it's just that we have the full knowledge of what Dean's body is going to be used for. But for, you know, everyone in this situation, it is a good thing. And then what happens next when Dean says, not in my experience, the look on his fucking face is is like so devastated because he's literally... Well, from his perspective, like, when's the last time something good happened to him? Like, two lifetimes ago. So... Oh, shut up. Today. You just got that. Today something. Yeah, he stopped being in hell. That's, like, kind of... No, but you're right. You're absolutely right. But, yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, not... Good things do happen. And Dina's like, no, they fucking don't. (laughs) They fucking do not, dude. Categorically. Um, Anyway, it's real good. sad. (laughs) Um... (laughs) But so then- yeah, in a classic move, the camera has pointed to Dean, and it makes you sad. Um, yeah. So I think that That's will much be the a show. recurring theme. Yeah. So Cass is like, "Good things do happen," and uh, and uh, you don't think you deserve to be saved. Which, when you hear it at this point, you don't know what Dean has gotten up to in hell. So you're like, like, okay, Calvinism, like. Nobody can be saved, sure. But I do really enjoy the delivery of this. I really am enjoying 
Mish Collins acting right now as Cass. Like he's he's not quite so um, flattened as he becomes mm-hmm. playing Cass, um, and he doesn't really get into that until like I think like later seasons. Like Cass obviously like doesn't react always in the same way as other people do, but in seasons four and five, he's definitely like a little bit more emotive, um, and like just a little bit looser. Yeah, I think it like the way I've always thought about it is that as he becomes one like with the vessel, um, Mm. he kind of almost like a child to an adult, he becomes more in control of uh, how he's presenting to people. Whereas at this point, he's just like an open wound. Like he doesn't know how he's going to act is going to like affect the vessel. So he's looking confused. He's really looking confused. He's amused. He is going to do a little smile at Dean, even though he's never really smiled. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whereas later mm-hmm. on, you know, he's going, oh, I can't look too stressed about this. Or, you know, I can't. Oh, like he has more of an awareness of how his. Yeah, I think that happens later on, as you know, especially after four and five, like when he kind of goes through all of that. I think um, he becomes a bit more calculated in his actions and stuff because he's trying to figure it all out. Yeah, and at this point, he doesn't have a lot of calculation to do. Uh, I think that it's really interesting when you meet Cass in season four, like, he is soldier. Like, that's his whole thing. But he already has, like, we'll get into it, but he already has his own shit going on beyond being soldier. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we get to know him better, he becomes a this really nuanced character. I mean, he's there's so much to talk about with Cass. You could do a podcast on this guy. Someone could. <laughs> Someone really Somebody could. might want to do that. So Cass says, you don't think you deserve to be saved. And it's like, let me just snort that up. I love that moment. Um, Just nom, let nom, me. Nom. <laughs> I love it. Um, it's really good. And then this he, whole scene, Dean is just, like, doesn't I forget what Dean does? And then, uh, and then he says, "We have work like, for you." So Dean has been told like oh three God. different things in this. Oh, four. Okay, so Cass is an angel. We get the big wing flex. It fucking rules. Oh yeah. And then, uh, good things do happen. So this is a good thing that he's back on Earth. You don't think you deserve to be saved, and we have work for you. And I just have to say, if somebody brought me back to life and then said, and I have a job for you, I would be like, get fucking lost. Are you kidding me? You're going to give me a job now? I just came back to life. I'd be so mad. I'd be Especially someone like Dean, who like all of his coping mechanisms for any kind of stress is just pure hedonism in certain ways. Like obviously he restricts himself from certain things, but you know, he's being told he's got to do a job. It's like, he's just got like a, like a 10 point plan for how he's going to have a good night. Like that's, it's not, he's not got any grand plans. He's not got any like, he's like, <laughs> thing like yeah. that. So he's like, so I've been on the fucking hell clock for 40 years. Back off. I need a freaking break. Off. I need a break. I want to go to the beach. Shut up. I think we Shut see up. this come up a bit in the rest of the season. Um, yeah, and that's yeah, I'm where pretty the sure, ends. like that. Yeah, I just wanted to mention, like, as the episode ends, I'm pretty sure we had that scene way out of order. We got too excited about it. And I know we, we didn't. To the yeah, to the cast stand listener who knows that, like, 
we missed shit or whatever. We just got like really excited. I think we did skip over the fact that he says like, "This is your problem, Dean." Oh no yeah, we forgot that. Um. So we may have missed small details, and I'm sorry. So that's where the episode ends, and now I think we should get into what we're putting in our heart lockets for this week, and we'll carry them around on our little in our little lockets for the rest of the week until we record next time. And if you must enter the salt mines uh, and let us know if you want to give, if you want to start Ella, what's in your heart? Yeah, I was just going to, well, I was just going to say, are we going to do salt mines first and then heart locket? However you want to do it. I'm I'm offering you both on a platter right now and you, you Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh my God. I was thinking I'll start, I'll start with what I'm salty about, um, which is not a lot in this episode. Obviously this episode is, Mm -hmm. Great. Um, I think it's got to be the slap. Um, I think that, like, I understand the reasoning for it because they're trying to, you know, they're trying to demonstrate that Dean isn't scared or that he's at least testing to see if they will hurt him. Um, But I think it could have been achieved if he had just insisted that him and Sam were leaving and maybe had stood up. And realized that they weren't going to like restrain him and just left. Yeah. Because I think that could have still been intimidating to the demon. Like he could have stood. Yeah. Give a bitchy look or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, he's taller than the, like the demon. He could have just been like, like I'm going and been his little sassy self. I didn't think that like the violence really added anything. And I know um, this is something that the show does a lot where they are trying to be like equality women can be demons too women can get hit too and i think that that can work and like especially you know when it's used in a smarter way like you know you, you maybe don't suspect the woman and then she's a demon and that's fun or whatever but i think you know we don't often see dean slap someone like it's very and a slap is like a very uh evocative thing Demeaning. to do yeah. It's even different than just like a punch in the face, like in a comp, like a fight situation. Like it's. Yeah. It's disrespectful, you know? Like it does. Yeah. Have a certain vibe. Yeah. yeah. It's um, meant so to be I think belittling it's like- and demeaning. And it's like. Yeah. If they had done it to a male demon, maybe it would not be as irritating to us as this is. But yeah. it really feels like an excuse for them to be like, it feels like Grand Theft Auto. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, <laughs> I don't really macho, know what you mean. gamer misogyny for yeah. the sake of it. Yeah, like it's built in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's just it's they're trying to do that thing that they do sometimes, yeah. and I think in this case, it's yeah. we don't really need that. It sucked. And your heart well, locket. I guess like it's really hard to summarize and not just say like every cast part of the episode. um, I do really love the like scene at the servo where like, just because we know that Cass has a consciousness. So the first time you watch that, you don't really understand what's happening. But in retrospect, it's really funny to kind of think of him like, generally trying to show himself to Dean. (laughs) And yeah, it's like really awkward. Knock back, here I am. Hello. Yeah. That's good. You can kind of just picture him the... like, like, you know, mm, why isn't he able to see me or hear me? He's like standing there. Like, he's like, yeah. 
And I just think that's kind Hello. of cute. Dean's like bleeding from Hello. the ears. <laughs> I love that in the mo- in the motel. It's like, dude, he's bleeding. You gotta like, stop. I think that's the point where he's like, I gotta get a vessel. Huh? <laughs> he's like, there's gotta be some poor schmuck in Illinois not doing anything right now. Oh. Wait, I I also have something else that I love. Um, no, let's sorry. hear it. <laughs> I just thought of it. I cannot remember. I cannot remember for the life of me which Tumblr user made this great post. Um, it was when must have been September last year uh, when everyone was doing Stack Natural and watching the episodes mm-hmm. on the day that they aired. Um, somebody pointed out the great cinematography in this episode and how yes. the colors change yeah. as the episode goes on. Um, that was on Calamity Song. Thank you. I was about oh, to say, like, I, I can brain find on it. you. She's How got did you it. remember that? Shout Some out. things I just... She's just so good. Um, I can put that in the um, episode notes if we want. So everyone can see it. But it really yeah, that's a great idea. lovely. Yeah, yeah it's um, really beautiful. And I don't think shift. you notice... Yeah, you don't notice when you're watching it. Um, but it really creates like a mood and it makes the episode so cinematic. And I don't think the show is always like mm-hmm. that. Um, they don't always have the ability to give it that extra oomph. Um, which I think a lot of modern mm-hmm. telly gets right. But, um, you know, the long season Monster of the Week shows often don't because they've got a lot of stuff to do. But, yeah, that's really beautiful. Yeah, so definitely we'll put that in the episode notes if we can find it. <laughs> Ilsa, I offer you on a platter a pile of salt and a beautiful locket. What if I put the Please. salt in the locket? What then? The universe well, then you break the segment and the podcast <laughs> yeah. is over. Um, okay, so what happens to me personally when I watch episodes um, like this is that it breaks my fucking heart how like little moments like all the Kripke kill moments in this really just like break my enjoyment a lot um, because it it just like it doesn't I don't know I think this is part of an overall issue that the show has but it it really does make it difficult like so when I'm showing someone the show I'm thinking of my favorite episodes and I'm thinking like okay good one to show someone is like changing channels it's really funny um, and you get a lot of lore without it feeling really stupid um mm-hmm. and a good one to show people is like this one which is probably one of my yeah one of my my favorite episodes um one of the ones I rewatch most. Um, but like stuff like this is like, it's just embarrassing. Like I'm showing someone the show and like, there's this bitch slap moment, which I hate. I absolutely hate. Um, and mm. there's like the busty Asian beauty. Yeah. Joke. There's this term that people use um, in fic or whatever. That'll be like um, period appropriate homophobia. <laughs> and I think that a lot of the uh, earlier seasons and the later seasons, like, have period appropriate misogyny, yeah. period appropriate like sexism, period appropriate yeah. homophobia. And it's like these things, you know, the CW is like a progressive network technically. Like, you know, it, I don't think that's the case these days, but, you know, shows like Buffy and stuff before it on the WB were very progressive. Um, and so mm. it's really interesting when, yeah, like so much of the episode holds up and just fucks so hard. That you have to be like, can you just please ignore these sprinkles throughout? I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it feels a lot worse when it doesn't feel like the show thinks it's like bad. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Anyway, so when the show is like, "Isn't this cool or funny?" and you're like, "You're like kind of not, not really. no, actually." Yeah. There's um, this sense of humor that kind of pops up in Supernatural where like instead of it just being a funny situation, a character is trying to do a joke or do a bit. And I think it happens a lot more later on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, that's kind of suffers from the same, like, that's not funny. You've just ruined this whole scene. <laughs> and in your heart locket, please. My heart locket. Um, it's really hard to pick because this episode's okay. really good. So I have like a lot of contenders, like through my mind racing, like the shot of, Dean's hands as he grasps for air as he climbs out of the grave completely wrong and dies Mm -hmm. um and the (laughs) the the first shot of Cass and the the handprint which is (laughs) so good and the way that the seance is filmed is so good um even the effects I think are pretty good like they're pretty solid I would say um there's a lot of moments that stick out but ultimately, I do think, like, the way that Cass um, speaks to Dean or to just, like, to people. He only speaks to Dean in this episode. But, like, when he does, like, I I, I really, and I keep coming back to, like, I'm going to say this a ton of times and I'm sorry to everyone. But, like, Cass is so sincere. He He believes so hard. And he's, like not pulling one over on anyone except for like the part where he's being fooled as well he is just mm-hmm. do it he's just he's just like i care about what's happening right now i think this is important this is gonna save the world essentially um mm-hmm. and that's that's yeah what I, I think he's so in that scene like we were saying earlier like they just hit the nail on the head with characterizing him and i don't necessarily think it was like it meant to yeah like it didn't mean to go so hard they didn't mean to absolutely nail it perfectly like that um but i think you know yeah who was it yeah was it kripke that said it was like uh lightning in a bottle when they realized uh yeah i think um initially like even i think when they even shot this episode he only thought he had like a small arc um i'm not sure of the details of that but Yeah. yeah the fact that like you know 10 years later you would watch it and you'd like that's mm. the same character even though he's got he goes through so much stuff yeah. they really got it that's not not always the case when you get a new side character on a long-running show um obviously mm. it, with the like mains on a show it happens a lot more because you know they know them a bit better got a bit more time to sort them out but when you get a little side character you know they're not often perfect out the gate but i think they smashed it it's real true was true he was perfect out the gate jess your turn hit it um okay so salt mines um i mean i feel like you guys covered it <laughs> Best asian beauties i fucking hate that like this is only season four so we haven't even seen it that much but the fact that they never truly abandoned it is like god yeah. damn it so that's god like damn it, that's dude. what's more frustrating about seeing busty asian beauties is that it's like it's not just like well, it was, you know. It's not it was, this one gag. Exactly. It's yeah. a recurring gag, and it's just like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Heart Locket, I am picking the moment where um, 
I think it's the second time that Cass tries to speak to Dean in the motel room and it kicks on a radio and you see, and it's like a chunky old radio, like, and it, you see like the thing scooting on the radio and like the, I don't know. I just like love that shot. I love when Cass, for whatever reason, has to speak to them through like a different medium. Like he can't speak to them as That's a human. Really um, and it's just like, he is a radio wave. Like, that's my boy, and he's a radio wave. Like, I think it's so fun. I think it's so, like, electrifying. And it's just, like, another point of just, like, Cast is, he just brings something so fresh and new and exciting to the show. And it's just, like, and he's in the fucking radio. Like, he's in there. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the freakiest and kind of, you know, experimental the show has gotten, I guess, so far is, like, there's obviously all the monsters, but, like, the demons are like you know they have like the smoke and all that kind of thing but like yeah he's existing on another plane he he's controlling like radio waves and it's like it's so much more rules yeah it's just so so much cooler than any kind of law that we've learned so far especially if you're watching the episode for the first time and you don't know what the fuck's happening Uh. Mm-hmm. Mm. so much flavor I actually I was thinking like I want to change my answer about the salt mines but I don't think I do I just wanted to bring up that the moment when Ruby is like oh are you guys like together is like oh, yeah. kind of gross to me but like it's also funny so I have to give her props for that yeah so, that's yeah. one of the that's you know Good that's something Ruby. you can be like Ruby's no so no she was you know she was poking at it but it's not as evil as the Kripke kill moments so there you have it um what I want to say, Ruby is such a fucking good girlfriend. She's like helping Sam discover himself, and like, yeah, she's manipulating him. She's ruining his life. I was life. gonna say, Whatever. do you remember the end of like, season four? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. We'll get there. We'll get there. But the she's like being so, like, um, so like considerate. She's like, listen, you have to tell Dean because he finds out if he finds out any other way, and he will find out. He's going to be pissed. I don't want to get and between she's like, you. And I don't like your brother. And he, I don't like your brother, but I'm not going to come between you. Like, she's really smart. Okay. And I think she knows that that is a sticking point for Sam and that that is something that he's like struggling with because he's like, like he's dealing with all this blood stuff by himself. And obviously he's wanting to tell Dean. And yeah, it's yeah. like, it's, it's a real thing. And she's reading him like a book and yeah. just knows what to say. Very switched on legend yeah love it yeah i guess i just thought we should mention that we are not going to be keeping this spoiler free (laughs) no how could we be um and there's a few reasons there's obviously going to be episodes of the show that we're not covering and it's kind of hard to keep track of like the canon because we're going to be jumping ahead in time and i think a lot of Cass's story the meta analysis of like where his character goes and things that happen to him in the future, I think can be really important talking about like in an earlier episode. So I think just because of that, we are not going to keep it spoiler free. (laughs) If you're listening to this podcast, it's assumed that you've seen all of Supernatural. Even though not all of us have seen all of it. I don't think anybody who hasn't seen all of the show. (laughs) Um, Call outs happening in the podcast. (laughs) Crazy. All right. Um. So next week, we're going to be covering the next episode, 
which isn't always going to happen because he's not always going to be there. Um, we're doing season four, episode two. Are you there, God? It's me, Dean Winchester. A great episode two. I think we can all agree. Yeah. Pretty good follow up to the banger that was this episode. Um, no, not a lot of cast content. So I don't know. There might not be a, a lot really of cast content. <laughs> might be a really short episode, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it uh, depressingly features like the vengeful spirits of those that the boys haven't been able to save so far. Um, but then it also manages to include uh, my personal contender for the horniest scene in the whole series, um, the kitchen scene. And if you know, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that'll be it. I guess we decided maybe on our trial app that our sign-up is just going to be bye. Um is that too passive aggressive or are we just going to run with that? <laughs> I still like it. Yeah. No, I still think it's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know what else it's you could like say. It's not like Cass doesn't have like a classic sign off or anything. Cass just leaves. A true Cass goodbye would be just like. Just be like, bye. And then he's out. Or maybe not even that actually. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see you uh, next week. Bye. 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 Hello and welcome to a very special part of this podcast. It's the editor's note. I know. It's the juicy shit you got here, finally. Um, I am mostly making this note because I wanted to say a quick sorry for the... Um, you know, the bumps and bangs on the mics and so on. I'm still quite new at editing and we are still quite new at podcasting. So there are a couple of sound issues that we're, you know, wrinkles that we're ironing out. Uh, but if you're willing to bear with us, hopefully we can, we can get you some high quality shit in no time. Um, uh, we didn't really anticipate this being a problem. I need to say that right off the bat. Um, it is now the 1st of June, quite late. Um, on the 1st of June, to be exact, which means that we dropped our trailer about, yeah, yesterday. We dropped our trailer yesterday. Um, and in the time since we've had, we've had a, a, a way bigger response than we expected. <laughs> um, I thought pretty much that we were gonna have like a couple of friends tune in. Um, but we did have a couple of friends who, you know, retweeted our trailer and stuff. So to the folks out there who have been generous enough to retweet our shit, thank you. Um, it means a lot. Um, I want to say special thanks to um, Jeremy from the Monster of the Week podcast. Uh, in particular, um, he has been kind enough to give us a shout out, which is crazy. Thank you so much. If you're here, there's a decent chance uh, that the reason that you know we exist is because of that shout out. Um, so thank you. <laughs> you have been incredibly helpful even before uh, I knew that we were going to do this. Um, I was asking Jeremy all sorts of questions <laughs> about podcasting in general because, you know, sometimes you're just a 20-something who wants to talk. And that's when you turn to your elders in podcasting. Sorry I called you old, Jeremy. I <laughs> didn't mean anything by it. Um, thank you for everything. It means a lot.
all three of us appreciate it. Um, I think I've covered... Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't cover everything. Um, as I mentioned, it is the 1st of June, which means this is the perfect time to wish you all a happy, happy Pride Month. Okay, and now we made it. We're at the last thing. I have to share something with you guys. And um, it is kind of a call to action, so I hope you guys take to that well. But we'll see, I guess, this week, this calendar week, it is both Ella and Jess's birthday. Um, they each have their birthday this week. It's really special. So if you happen to see them online, just wish them a happy birthday, man. Um, or taste my steel. If you're looking for us online, by the way, we are at the Cast on Twitter and at the Cast on Tumblr. We also have an email address that is open to all your thoughts and queries. Um, it is thecastcast at gmail.com. It's not that hard to, to, to remember. Should be easy enough. Um, yeah, and I think that's pretty much it. Sorry for threatening you with bloodshed if you don't wish my friends a happy birthday. Um, I just, I only kind of mean it, so... All right, I'm going to let you get into the outtakes if that's something that tickles your fancy. We just talk shit. Anyway, bye. Um, yeah, I guess it's outtakes time. I um oh, yeah. I want to have the mic here, but then <laughs> <laughs> you do look kind of professional. Yeah. You both do actually. It's the headphones. I think it's the headphones, yeah. I I was recording like this so yeah, I could hear works. myself, but um, I saw Zoe Kravitz wearing these headphones, and then I saw somebody be like, I bought the headphones that Zoe Kravitz has, and I was like, well, fuck, I should buy them, and then I'll be cool too, and guess what? It worked. I look exactly like Zoe Kravitz, and everybody thinks I'm really cool. I do think you're cool, but it was not, like, I didn't connect it to Zoe Kravitz, I'm sorry. I think she's yeah, cool too, well, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, now we are kindred, me and Zoe, and I think I can call her Zoe. Mm -hmm. I think we are that right. kind of friend. You can call her by her first name. Yeah. Should we talk about things that we're excited about? Because I, I have my topic plucked, okay, fresh and ready. Go. Um, <laughs> ginger hazing, if you're familiar with ginger hazing from Tumblr, from the heyday. When Tumblr really mattered and ginger hazing was drawing pictures, posting them on Tumblr of the X-Men and Lord of the Rings or whatever. They were also working on this webcomic called Nimona. And I loved Nimona. Nimona was so fun. And then they got it published as a book. And now the Nimona movie is coming on Netflix. And I'm so excited. I was like, I follow them on Twitter because I enjoy their work and stuff. They also did She-Ra, if you watch She-Ra. Um... And they were like, exciting announcement, like the Nimona movie. I'm watching she And I was like, I can't believe this. It's so fun when something that you were super into in like high school or just like when you were much younger and in a different part of your life comes back in some way and you get to be like, oh my God, I really did love this thing. This is so great. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's not coming yeah. out until 2023, so... I've never heard of it. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm investigating. Um, it looks cute. How could they wait that long? 
No, but that's cool. I haven't heard or seen anything about it. I mean, I I remember you saying that you were going to talk about it, and then I was going to look it up, and I forgot. So sorry about that. But, um, yeah, no, it sounds cool. Actually, what's kind of funny is that, okay, so now I'm going to sound like a fucking creep, but when <laughs> Ginger Hazing was active on Tumblr and posting, they were good friends with a different uh, blogger named... Well, her blog name is Brofisting, um, who was big into Supernatural, and that was, like, one of my first exposures to Destiel, and that was, like, at the time where I didn't really understand shipping, and I was like, that seems weird. <laughs> um, but then, when I was reading, I Look think at you now. Oh, when I was reading A Turn of the Earth, Brofisting was the one who did the illustrations for A Turn of the Earth, because it was a big bang fag. Um, oh my god there you go wow it all comes back around the internet actually is a small place people will tell you it's big but they're lying they are lying when i was younger and like skinny i could fit my fist in my mouth <laughs> i don't think i can do that <laughs> i don't I can want fit to like, try that like t- <laughs> <laughs> no were you not worried about it getting stuck? <laughs> Is that a no, thing people was, worry about? Like, what if you could get it in, but you can't get it back out? I think if you just, like, straighten out your hand, it, like, is smaller. Um, no. That maybe should have been just something. saying things I should have been concerned. Why would I? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that's a lie. Like, I just made that up. Yeah, Ella, um, sorry. There's this YouTuber who does these like Buffy meta videos and he does them like really slowly and takes a lot of time. Um, the channel's called Passion of the Nerd. Anyway, so he just he released a new Buffy video today, so that was exciting. Um so That's I just fun. that what <laughs> did you learn? Um before I came on. Well yeah, what did yeah. you learn, Ella? Um I don't know. Just like it was about an episode I really like, which is um, a lot about my problematic fave Spike. Bye. I say my everyone's problematic fave. Um, yeah, he's hot. I don't know why they want it. I don't know why they want to complicate the issue. It's like he's, he's hot and the worst. There you go. He's hot. Leave him alone. Yeah. He's got such a weird face. <laughs> it's literally it's it. And um. Yeah, I, I remember, like, when I started it, I was, like, I don't really get the love interest. Like, I'd kind of seen pictures of them. But then, like, in his first episode, you're, like, oh. Like, I don't know what it is. He's doing, like, a fake British accent. Is like, he not actually British? He's speaking so strangely. But Shut like, up. Really? No. No. He's from America. Yeah, and his accent's quite bad. I, I can tell it's bad. I'm usually pretty good Maybe. at, like... <laughs> I'm yeah, really pretty funny. good at being like he's... that sounds suspicious and then I hit the books and I find out that it's because they don't actually have that accent never even occurred to me that James Marsters <clears throat> but when did you watch Buffy though because I think that might have or Angel or whatever I was in high school so I was like less good at yeah so it might be a, a different experience wow, it was for before real. you he's were American. yeah <laughs> you're like it's crazy I did the fact checking and it, it, it turns out Wow, yeah. he looks so fucking stupid in his Wikipedia picture. Look at this. <laughs> he's so he's so old. He's like a you know. He's, How old was he? He was old in Buffy, which is fine. We like old people. And but... I don't love to use this term, 
But he really was like young, dumb, and full of cum on Buffy. <laughs> I've seen I'm him without so a shirt in those gifts. Okay, like no, I've seen. You know what? I think more people should should use the expression. Jesus should use the expression. Um, just because like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, he, <laughs> really. I didn't know. I was wow. He really is like just American. Wow. <laughs> so is Drusilla. Do you know that? Who the fuck okay. is Drusilla? I don't know shit about shit. Please help. Oh. You're going to love her. You'll meet her when we Should we abandon you. Supernatural and we'll just do a Buffy <laughs> recap pod? Um, I actually was like trying to make Ilsa watch Buffy with yeah, me again. And since the last time we tried to watch it, um, it was like blocking the screen from sharing. So... We've got to figure out another way yeah. to watch it simultaneously. <laughs> we watched most of the pilot, so but evil. we couldn't get through it. It was really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what you've been doing this week, is Buffy Meta? Well, I just have been working and nothing really interesting. Um, I, f- I finished a fic, which was nice. good, but I realized that I, I don't think I like reading um, teen fics. <laughs> Do you mean like the rating or like <laughs> they when they are they were teens. teenagers yeah. in the fic the rating <sighs> okay um i don't think i've really read any oh. where they are teens i know there's like flashbacky ones yeah. but no um yeah just i kept being like oh but you're telling me all about this relationship but i'm not seeing like any of the intimate stuff it would just kind of yeah. skip and which is fine but i'm like curious like of what the dynamic is like because i was enjoying the rest of the fic so it felt like it was missing um (laughs) why you want to get to the good stuff well it's just like you know you spend all this time in these conversations (laughs) let's be honest and it's like it's like okay now this is happening and i'm like okay and how is that affecting the 10 like neuroses the character is going through right now because it would just kind of jump i say the character you know i'm talking about dean (laughs) trying to talk like i'm not talking about an AUD. Um but no, it was it was good. But um yeah, I just I don't think I have it in me. Like there's too many fix. You need that M rating. At least apparently. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um I get I get what you're saying, but yeah, I, I have found myself enjoying a good old gen fic upon occasion. Not even just tea. Um I've enjoyed a gen fic myself a time or two. I th- think it's the same issue if like like you know when like a fic will like time jump oh, yeah. or uh skip like a certain thing and just not go into it and you're kind of like wait like what were you thinking about them it's kind of like that same thing i guess but more specifically i guess just any time that it wouldn't be well it sounds like g-rated it sounds like um, it's like they are having sex but it's just not described in the fic versus like a teen fic that's just mm-hmm. like nobody's fucking like the most yeah. that they're doing is like a chaste kiss yeah. there's no like cut to the window you know the the curtains the class, the i guess i've never read Rain's any like that yeah. so yeah that's yeah. interesting that is very interesting it's because you're in those au's girl you gotta get back to canon the au's are gonna let you down every time i <laughs> i was intending on reading that one that you were talking about um sparkly Sorry, this is going to happen, like, every fucking 40 minutes because, like, I mm. cannot remember the name of anything to say. It was something by Spock. Yeah, it was the Spock Lee one. Because I've read all of them. They're, right post- uh, they're fix it. Oh. If, if it all fell or something. 
If it all fell to pieces um, tomorrow. Oh god, I really should reread that. It's so good. See, I got confused because I started reading it and I was like, I think I've read this, like when you had yeah. said it. But I don't know if I've just had started it because the document wasn't finished. Like, you know, yeah. it didn't say I had read it. But I started another um hockey AU. A different one? I it's yeah, it's called. What's it called? I can't believe that you like turned <laughs> off Spockley to read a hockey AU. It's like fine. That's fine to me. But also like like I don't I don't understand don't that it. at all. That it. behavior makes Look, no sense. I, you know, I I'm not the type of person to watch like a reality TV show or like, you know, listen to like a gossip podcast. This, this is your is drama. My popcorn. Yeah. Like you're this like your bullshit. Yeah, like I let me get into this. That was you eating popcorn. It's good. <laughs> um, it's good though. It's sweet. I like when they go between Dean and Cass POV. I think that's fun. I actually find it really. I like. I like knowing what they're thinking yeah, about. No, I, I find it like it's really satisfying. Like you said, like it's popcorn type thing. Like it, it scratches the itch. But um, I like it when authors try uh to stick to one POV. And then you have to sort of infer from there because it can get really clumsy, but like a good author can really like get you there into the, the get you there sounds so fucking suggestive. Sorry guys. I just meant, <laughs> well, more like, yeah, I know like you mean. they can really yeah. get across what, you, what they're trying to do without real, um, I don't know, without dipping into sort of the, the out, I guess of, of trying to just like, just like changing POVs because it's easier. Anyway, I find that interesting. It's always fun as well when oh, when one of them is like, when you're in the one POV, the author will always be dropping things in the background if it's a good yeah. author. And then it's only kind of like in retrospect when you actually like hear the person speak about something. You're like, oh, that's what yeah. was happening. Yeah. Whereas like as the person, uh, you know, the person in the POV doesn't know. So they're just like, oh, that's weird. Or yeah, that's Agreed. fine. Agreed. But yeah, I definitely just need something that's like, I can read this on the train and etc. It's very special to have something that you can read on the train. And so necessary, honestly. Um, yeah. Do you guys find do you read a lot of other books? Like- <laughs> Not lately, no. <laughs> I don't read anymore because I'm playing these damn video games. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's rough. How's your boyfriend slash you i don't really know how the game works Geralt, my boyfriend Geralt. your boyfriend he's Geralt? my boy I don't know he's not was... my boyfriend okay i wasn't sure the what the is... what the dynamic was there because i was a little he's pretty hot Geralt. is the thing like they made him pretty hot in the game but the the, the tender feelings that i have for him are so not maternal but like the thing is that i do like pilot him so like it's a little bit he's like not my boyfriend is the thing he is my boy um i'm in the i know i said last time i was in the He's final the stretch but i didn't realize there's like a hole i've got a whole like thing actually i'm i'm in fuck i'm like world jumping right now i'm in this world where the air is poison and i only tried a few times but i couldn't figure out how to like get to where i needed to go without girl dying of poison air so <laughs> he i'm a little died stuck of right now poison air yeah. i love that he he caught he, video he games goes, are so fun <clears throat> He starts coughing, and I'm like, oh, goes, ah, ah. "Is that how he coughs? Do it again, do it again, yeah. just." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna isolate that clip. 
<laughs> great. <laughs> oh man, really I'm gonna game. compare it I'm to already his like... son. I'm gonna find a resource on YouTube. They always have compilation. I played through the final. Not the final, but like these, the, there's a couple like really emotional moments. And I'm always like surprised at how hard they hit me because like they're like video games. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not like particularly, like they're, they don't look like real people. They look like video games. And yet I'm still like holding back tears. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it really matters for our brains. Like, you know, you can be watching like a cartoon that looks so surreal. Mm-hmm. And like low quality, but like if the dialogue and like the action is like dramatic, then it can still like really hit. It's like the emotional like it's, points it, are like really, really real hit. and true. And so it's like, well, fuck, my heart is broken. I'm so sorry. Uh, I have a little bit of a, a lag going on. I think anytime the train passes by, so. That is fascinating. For fuck's sake, South Africa? <laughs> can they turn the trains off for a bit? Don't they know we're on a call? We all good? Are we good? I don't know us? how to. I don't know how to test that. I can hear you too. Whoa! Can I just sold something me? on Depop. Cool. Oh shit! Can you hear me, Jess? Yes, I can hear both of you, but I'm just talking to myself. Okay. No, that's fine. Um, but Ilsa, can you hear us? I was just saying before that, like, I hate the Discord app. Like, it doesn't want to be smaller than like two thirds of the screen. And it's like, I, I just need you to be smaller. Just be little, please. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, what I happened? I don't know. I, I think the, <laughs> the Wi-Fi is affected, but I'm going to get an upgrade as soon as possible. So that should be done, like, next week. Um, I was telling Ella earlier. Um, sorry about that, guys. But I'm very happy. No, it's fine. It's just, it's hard to know, like, when, when you hear someone else not yeah. hear you, it's hard to know if it's you yeah. or... Yeah. No, it oh was God, me, I think. But it's weird because the Wi-Fi, um, like, the router still shows, like, everything's green, so it should be good. But, yeah, you know how it mm. is. Um, yeah. I think, Will are we going... what you're into? My phobia at work. Oh, what Do I'm into right now? What you're into? Yeah. What have I been doing when I was not... I've been into this. <laughs> I've been editing the, <laughs> the you know, the trailer and the trial app and so on. So that's pretty much been my week. Um, and I've been listening to some music the way I always do. Uh, You're always Rector, in that really, chat. Really cool album. Ugh, I have no idea how to pronounce it, but it's like a, a very conceptual sort of uh, hip-hop album. It was really good. Um, and I had fun with that. Um, yeah, and I've been I've been really enjoying, can I just say, online archives of like sounds. It's been really fun. When I was looking, because I was looking to make that flap effect. The, yeah. The, from, yeah. Uh, for context, guys, um, the, 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 the flap effect is, is like the one that's, that's, or it's supposed to be like the one that they have in Supernatural when the angels leave or, or come back in or whatever. Um, but it's really hard to isolate because they always have like songs playing when it happens or, and it's, it's, or dialogue and it's annoying. So I figured I'd just make my own little version. And then I got stuck in those archives, just like listening to people like, I made this flapping sound with an umbrella. It's like, dude, it does not sound like a flapping sound. Like it doesn't sound like a dragon or whatever you tag it as. It sounds like it an sounds umbrella. Like a- I can hear the hinging. Like oil your shit, first of all. 
<laughs> if you're gonna like be fool. using it, it sounds like a fucking umbrella, you idiot. Um, Foley artist, beware. Foley artist, I'm coming <laughs> for you. Ready to continue. I'm coming for you. Um, I want to introduce but you some to some of them are really like, good. This is my friend Elsa. She's really into sounds and noises. Um, <laughs> I'm really so into sounds. Feel free to talk about. I actually know a guy who does like fully design, but it's not very glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> I really like to talk about like resonance and the 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 rhythm of a sound. Really, uh, no, I'm kidding. I I I think it, it's just it's just really fun to see when it works and when it doesn't. Someone was like. I made the sound flapping a big coat, and I was like, "Well, I need that for the thematic, <laughs> Thema- the You're thematic like, yeah, accuracy." And I'll take that. Yeah. It's like that's correct. That's Cass. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, something I noticed when I was doing um, the latest rewatch is that funny sound that happens when um, Cass right, is putting but, yeah. obviously. I wanted to find something. Similar. But like, is there any way we can isolate I want that? that? But there's like a there's like also music but there's that it's like a murmuring of like whispering voices and some shit yeah it's like whoa. there's what actually a lot that? of weird little noises that are happening in that episode which i was noticing oh yeah yeah wait like, should we start that, the episode let me get another cup of coffee and then yeah. it'll take sorry just because like second. you guys are making good points about the show so i think it should we're be so in the main i should get another drink as well because it'll probably be like a bit of time yeah okay if we're all getting drinks let's yeah. get drinks i'll be right back Fuck yeah Okay. Yeah, Okay. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> I um I did start singing um when I was by myself. Is that on um, the audio? Because I forgot that we please, were recording. Please tell me. Yes. Um, Fuck yeah. Fuck that's in the outtakes. So you'll get to hear Fuck it. Yeah, dude. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm vetoing that. We'll see how it goes, dude. If you put it in the recording and then you send the recording to Ilsa, legally it's her property. It's mine now. That's the law. Uh.